This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is Go By Stopping. Today, I'm going to share with you an impactful lesson that's twofold, a lesson that presented itself in my own life this morning and one from a client. So today has been a day. Perhaps you have had some of those as well, right? We just, it's just long, right? Like I didn't want to record this podcast. I really want to go home. My girls are waiting for me. They're cooking dinner. It's a day before my birthday. They're leaving tomorrow. But it's like, as I'm looking at our content creation calendar, if I don't create this right now, I'm going to get behind. And I would rather put in a couple reps now than get behind. Which is interesting because it's the actual opposite of what I'm going to talk about today. You see, I woke up this morning. Big surprise, right? I'm sitting here speaking with you. But I woke up and realized that my throat was scratchy. I can even say sore. Right, I probably actually realized it when I was trying to fall asleep last night and woke up in a panic as I couldn't breathe. It wasn't really that I couldn't breathe, but that was a perception that I had in that moment. And so I woke up and I went through my morning rituals, right? the normal things that I've shared. I drink the, actually now I drink the Bulletproof coffee and shower and gratitude and the, this list goes on and on. Right, I have a, a things that I do every morning. Now, I have to leave from my house to go to the boxing gym by 7 a.m. in order to get there on time. But by 6.45, I'm realizing like this is just not, this is not a good call today. I feel under the weather, and I know if I push really hard, I can fight through it. Right? A sore throat and feeling a little down is not enough to stop forward momentum. But then as I'm contemplating what my next move is going to be, I get to thinking, well, what do I have coming up in the next week? As you are listening to this, myself and 13 other men will be experiencing the most in-depth group training I could possibly come up with. It's an experience. It's not a seminar. It's nothing you just go to. Right? These men were hand-selected after a bunch of applicants. And I get to thinking, man, if I go right now, if I go to the boxing gym, I can fight through it. I'll be okay. I'm certainly not going to die. But I'm actually probably shortchanging those men. And if I'm shortchanging those men, then I'm going to shortchange my family. And if I shortchange my family, I'm certainly going to end up shortchanging my clients because I won't be able to show up and be the best version of myself. And I pause. Because, again, you as you're listening, you might feel a little tired right now. If you're an early morning listener, you've gotten out of bed, you're driving to work, you're doing whatever you're doing. And maybe you want to go back to bed. Maybe you have some aches and pains. That feels pretty normal for me. But with those signs, are you willing to be selfish enough to jeopardize something in the future? My answer this morning was simply no. I had to stop in order to begin to go towards something greater. That allowed some extra time to read in the morning. That allowed some extra time to journal. That allowed a longer meditation. That allowed me to go to the gym a little bit later and just get a normal workout in. 
it actually relieves some of the pressure. Now, of course, after a full day of talking as I'm recording this show, my voice literally, like my throat burns. Like I know I would have been in bad news. It would have been all types of shortchanging myself and those people around me had I went and boxed this morning. So I didn't. And those sort of decisions admittedly are tough for me because I'm someone that likes to run 100 miles an hour. I want to always be driving forward. I want to always be seeing what I can push and how I can create and what I can do better. And so today, the lesson that I took this morning was the best thing I can do is nothing. And it's okay to give myself permission to do nothing. Which ends up being an underlying current for, as I'm saying this, multiple clients today. I had a client, middle part of the day, we're, we're having an incredible conversation about all the beautiful things she's doing for her business. The incredible impact she's having on her family and how everybody's showing up and really adopting this newer, more driven and powerful version of herself. It's almost like as clients go through this, and maybe you've went through it yourself, once you start showing up as a new heightened version of yourself, I cringe to say better because I don't feel anybody's flawed or broken. I just feel like there's levels to how we can play this game of life. But as you begin to show up at a different capacity, with more love, more compassion, more direction, more of an internal version of self-worth, what I found is the majority of the people in your life end up trying to synchronistically get in line with you. It doesn't mean you're beating them into submission. It means like you're showing up, you're leading from the front as I call it, and now magically all these other people are starting to say like, what are you doing differently? Sure, we'll cook dinner. Sure, I'll go for walks. Sure, I'll do some different things. And it's the most beautiful gift that I could possibly see. But what's even more beautiful than that is when this client starts to embody the fact that it's okay to say no to things outside of a window of time in which she's dedicating just for herself and the growth of her business. You see, I don't really have a, a true carnal understanding of what it is to be a mom. Right, to be the caregiver of multiple children or even one. I'm a guy that's never had his own kid that is incredibly fortunate to get to have an amazing daughter who I refer to as a bonus daughter. But I, I've, I don't, very, very rarely do I have to be 100% responsible for her. But what I find with clients that are married with children and are females there's a certain amount of permission that we have to find within ourselves to make time for ourselves. Right? Especially if we're entrepreneurs and we want to build businesses. And so we map through a strategy that takes this incredible woman from point A to point B over the course of our time together, starting with just small incremental chunks of time that are very well documented that she gets to tell no to everybody else. Just during this little window. And I realize that from that position of saying no, she is going to find more power, more production, more prosperity, which will in turn make those people around her level up their game as well, because that's the way this works. But the stories we tell ourselves is by saying no and holding space for ourselves, we're going to let down those people around us. 
because they painted us into this corner. This is how we have to exist and operate. Well, she's proving the exact opposite and will continue to. And then the call prior to me hopping on the mic. Another couple really in- incredible businessmen, right? I, I offer some in-depth, I couldn't just say business coaching, right? Because it's communication skills, it's scalability of businesses, it's operations, it's systems. It's not necessarily what I would say that I'm known for, but I'm very, very capable and competent. Right? I'm, I'm talking to these two entrepreneurs that are, that are partners, and we're sifting through some of the rubble of what goes on as you're growing and scaling a startup business. Right? If you, in your mind, if you think startups are all sunshine and roses and that you're you know, sitting in a nice office and <laughs> food is being catered in, that might be the story for some, but it's not for most. And so we're uncoupling and unpackaging all these stories and all these things and, again, the systems and processes. And from the standpoint that as we start businesses, myself included, we want to cater to everybody. Right? We want proof of concept. We seek out validation, specifically if we have previously been known as a people pleaser. It's not a bad thing. It's just how we're wired. And so in that moment, as new clients come to our wheelhouse, we are very, very likely to say, yes, I can do, insert whatever the thing is. Holding time and space, although we know it's valuable, is very difficult. And these two incredible entrepreneurs have kind of been doing some of the same things. We go through a process with business-minded clients, entrepreneurs, where we start to figure out what your value per hour is. And I admittedly am not the one that's going to tell you what that is. Only you know what that is. But if jobs and tasks inside your organization come in lower than your dollar per hour value, it's much better for your sanity to outsource it, to say no to taking on the task to work out agreements with other people where you can still make a small amount of revenue in a very appropriate manner for doing all the vetting out through all the processes but introducing the client to someone else. And that's what we covered. Right? the ability to say no. Which leads me to a call to action for you if you're interested. I've had so many clients, so many friends, And hopefully you read a book called The Power of No. That's N-O, not K-N-O-W. Because as I go through assessments with so many individuals and get a good roadmap of how their psyche is wired, I see so many of us are wired to say yes to people or please people. And that increases how we feel like the volatility that we feel inside, the angst, the anger, the withdrawal. Like there's these things that it does. Well, that all comes from early childhood pieces and parts, in my opinion. And it comes because we probably never really taught how to say no in an effective manner that didn't seem to hurt other people's feelings and justified where we were at in life and gave us permission to operate from that level of abundance. The Power of No is an impactful read that actually takes you through those very processes and brings you out the backside with just some tactical strategies, ideas. And so if any of this sounds like it makes sense to you, I'd I'd encourage you to go pick up that book. Again, I don't have a relationship with them. Now that I'm saying it, I certainly want to get the author on a show and chat with them. But saying no is just another methodology of stopping. We have to stop doing things more times than not in our life to actually start to make the progress that we want. 
Pushing harder and faster is not always the answer. In my opinion, quite oftentimes, it's actually the opposite of what we should do. And so as you look at your life right now, when you think about your body, maybe it's just like mine today. Maybe your body's a little sore, a little achy. Maybe you have a little tickle in your throat or a strained muscle or something just off. The best thing you might be able to do for your body is to slow down. Take a day off from the gym. Give yourself permission to do something different. Same thing in your relationship. As you get to that point and you're in that committed relationship with someone else, it's okay to stop doing what they want. It's okay to say no to some things. It's okay to show up as the best version of yourself. And certainly in business, especially if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you own your own business, stopping taking on everything on your shoulders, thinking that you have all this figured out, thinking that you don't need any support, will be the biggest, quickest springboard for you to get to where you want to arrive. And from those places, when you're able to finally stop in order to get going, you'll find out that every day after, you're able to get shit done.